Hello and welcome to the Learning R podcast. I'm your host, Richard Treves. So on this week's episode, we're first going to kick off talking about variables. And then we're going to talk about vectors. And they have a strong relationship with variables. So it's a good idea to discuss them at the same time. Then I'm going to talk about my coffee challenge in two sections. First of all, how to create a directory that R uses. And then I'm going to talk about how to load data with R. Then I'm going to talk about code versus R Studio to control R. And we're going to finish off by talking about how you can use R to visualize data. So let's kick off talking about variables. A variable is a container and you can assign a value to a container. And then what you can do is you can get those variables and you can process them in some way. So as an example, when we're talking about my coffee challenge, I could find out how much I'd spent on coffee on the first day and assign that to a variable coffee day one. Then I could find out how much I spent on day two and assign that to coffee day two. I'd then have two variables and two values. To process them, I could do coffee sum equals coffee day one plus coffee day two. And that will tell me the total I'd spent on those two days. So you can see that we can have variables, we can assign values to them, and then we can process them. The code for all this will be in the show notes. So in the example that we just looked at with variables, knowing how much I spent on coffee day one, coffee day two, and holding those in the memory and adding them up, it's an example of what you can do with variables, but it isn't that exciting. Where variables become very powerful is when you have lots and lots of data. Particularly at the moment, people are talking obviously about big data. And saving that kind of data in individual variables it's not very efficient at all. And what we can use instead is what's called vectors. A vector is kind of like a plate rack and the positions on the plate rack are numbered one, two, three, etc. And each of the holes of the plate rack can have a variable in them. So you can put a value anywhere in the rack and then call them back out again when you want them. So you can do things like sum the whole vector, for example. And this is when you can have big data actually stored within R and it then becomes useful to process it. So now we get to the first of two parts where we're going to talk about my coffee challenge this week. And the first step with starting out a project is to create a project in R and create a project directory for it. To do this, go to R Studio and there's a create project button up at the top left. And you click that and it will take you into a wizard. It will take you through a number of options for setting up your project. And in the wizard, choose create new directory. And then it will allow you to create a directory somewhere. And I'm calling mine coffee challenge. In the process, when you finish the wizard, it creates what's called an rproj file, R-P-R-O-J. And in the future, all you've got to do is find this R-P-R-O-J file in the right directory, double click it, R will open and it will open with the right directory open for you. So that's very useful and the first step of doing any project in R. So now we've created a project directory 
we can get on to the next step of my coffee challenge, which is to load the data. What I did was get an Excel sheet of my transactions from my bank over the last six months. And I put it in my project folder using Finder. In Windows, you'd use Windows Explorer for that. And then I double clicked on the RPOJ file that we created earlier. And that opened up R with the correct directory showing in the file tab on the bottom right hand window in our studio. Within those files, I found the Excel file from my bank, clicked it and selected load file. And that loaded the transactions into the memory of R and it can be viewed in the top left window of R Studio as a sort of spreadsheet view. So that's how I loaded in the data for the next step of my coffee challenge. So in this next part, we're going to think about code versus using R Studio to get R, the application, to do things. And this is really thrown up by what we just did with loading data into R. If you get to the load data window that we just went through, it gives you various options about how to load the data. So you can do things like skipping columns. It also shows code in the bottom right of the window. And that code could be written direct into the console in the bottom left of our studio. And it would do the same job as loading the data that we just did using the button that our studio provided us with. An analogy I think is useful here. On the Starship Enterprise, Scotty in the engine room has lots of options what he can do with the engines. He can tweak them in all kinds of ways and control them very closely. Captain Kirk on the bridge can also control the engines. He can say warp factor nine, Scotty, and off they'll go. But it's only to a certain extent. It's easier for him to do the controlling, but he has far less of the options that Scotty down in the engine room. And the same thing is going on here. Writing code direct into the console in the bottom left of RStudio, it's harder to get right, but it gives you lots and lots of options. Using R as we've just done to load the data, it actually uses code, but it writes it for us. And it allows us to do quite powerful things, but we have far less options. So I thought that was a point worth making about the power of code, but also its complexity. So in this last part of this week's podcast, we're going to talk about using R to visualize data. And I'm going to talk about Sankey diagrams as an example. Now, what is a Sankey diagram? Well, if we use my coffee challenge, we could have cafe purchases versus travel purchases versus DIY purchases split out as blocks on the left-hand side of a page. And the height of the block equals the total amount spent. Then we can take the cafe purchases and split that out into food and coffee in the next block along to the right. And then you can join those up with curved lines to illustrate the amount. And that is really the simplest Sankey diagram. And it's very useful for illustrating certain types of data. Now, there's a package out there in R for producing Sankey diagrams and all kinds of other weird and wonderful Data visualizations can be produced by R and there are packages out there for producing all of those if you should need them. So it's a really comprehensive mix of packages that can cover almost any data visualization you'd seek to use. 
So it's really powerful that that's there to be used in R. So that's it for this week. We covered variables and vectors and talked about how vectors are made up of very many variables. We got going on my coffee challenge. We created a directory and loaded data using RStudio. Moving on from that, we talked about how you can use code and the functionality available with RStudio to control R in different ways and the advantages and disadvantages of that. Finally, we talked about things you can do with R and we talked about visualizing data. My name is Richard Treves and this has been the Learning R Podcast.